0: This is an Anything I Want Creative House production, and I'm your host, Eniola Kaluole. To learn more about Anything I Want, follow us on Instagram at want, or check out our website at anythingiwant.com to sign up for our newsletter and stay updated on future projects. Thank you for tuning in, and enjoy the show. Hello? Hello?
1: Is there anybody out there?
0: Oh, no, 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 no. Stop the music. Stop the music. (laughs) I'm not lonely. I'm alone. Hello, and welcome to episode one. I'm really excited to get into this concept that I've been ruminating over, trying to understand exactly where I want it to go, where it's going to take me um, and what I would like to discuss. But I decided that I just want to continue to honor the way that I've always been creative, which is to just let it flow and see whatever comes out. And if you're coming into this for the first time or meeting me for the first time, hello, my name is Aniola and I'm the creator of Anything I Want. And I decided to start this as a little bit of a side project because um, I'm going through a state in my life right now where I'm spending a lot of time alone. The life that I used to live is not the life that I'm living anymore. And honestly, nor is it the life that I want to live moving forward. So although there's a lot of shifts, a lot of change... I am finding ways to be grateful for this space that I have and finding ways to appreciate the ability to focus in on being creative in this way and honestly finding the grace and the joy in being single and having this much time to myself. I don't have to report to anyone and I don't really have to do anything. I just need to focus in on myself and the kind of value that I would like to bring out into the world. And so that leads me to this concept, right? Like, I feel like the first thing I want to discuss is why am I making a podcast called I'm not lonely, I'm alone. And the honest truth of it is because I have dealt with loneliness so much in my life. I remember when I was 12 years old, that was the first time that I ever felt what is described as depression. And I didn't really know how to discuss that. And I found that people would shy away from that because it's like, what reasons do you have to be depressed? And to be honest for me, it was because I was raised in a way where I was already being asked what I was going to do with my life from the moment that I came to America when I was five years old. And this is no shade to my family. I love my family. I love my parents, but there is this overwhelming pressure to be successful. And I feel like a lot of people deal with that, especially if you're First generational of uh, an immigrant family. And my parents came from Nigeria to America because this is the place where dreams are supposed to come true, right? Your children will have different opportunities that they might not have back home, so on and so forth. So... I was raised with that constant question in my mind, and I felt like I never really got a chance to just enjoy what it meant to be, to live life without constantly having to prove one's value, because you already know all the exact ways you're going to change the world. And that really fed into my story in so many ways. And I feel like that level of pressure put on a child causes a sense of existentialism. You're always existential because you're always feeling like, what's the purpose of life? You're already being asked constantly what the purpose of your life is. And so for me, I feel like that translated to this feeling as if like all the other people around me seem to have this nonchalance when it comes to life. And I have to already be wondering, what my value is, right, and that creates a sense of isolation, it creates a sense of aloneness that leads to loneliness and so, as I continued to grow, I found that a lot of my struggle, especially in relationship to depression, was the feeling that I did not know what I was trying to put into the world. I did not know how to express myself. Um, how to feel my own value, let alone prove it to other people, let alone translate that into a job, a career, a path of some sort. And all of those things continue to create a lot of turmoil within, right? And they, they continue to make you feel like you're not enough, you're not good enough, because you still don't know your purpose. And for me, I found that my purpose was finally discovered or not even discovered I can't say that I have found my purpose I just know that I have found my ability to let it go my ability to enjoy my journey and enjoy the path that this life has for me and for me that connection comes with my relationship with God and spirit and so if you know anything I want God and spirit is something I've really cared about for a long time and I took a break from posting I took a break from the online world because I felt like it literally felt as if the same energy that gave me the ability to post as often and consistently as I once did for anyone who used to follow me back then. Is the same energy that completely took that away. I really like woke up one day and I could not speak. Like, I would turn on my camera like I used to because I literally would post every single day. I would turn on my camera like I used to and I would just stare at it. I would stare at it. I would try to say words and words would just not come out of my mouth. Like, I just could not speak. I did not know what to say, what to do. And then also around that time, so much was happening in my life. I was. In so much pain because at that time there was someone that I really cared about that I wrongfully put on a pedestal without even realizing it. And I really thought that me and this person were on the same wavelength. And then when it became abundantly clear that our paths were completely going in separate directions and our relationship and connection was over and done, it really broke my heart. It really hurt. And I felt like, in a way, like my spirit and God was telling me, like, you need to heal from this so that you will not enter this type of situation again because honestly there's this quote that i saw one day when i was watching a japanese anime i think it's called like my superpower is grocery shopping in like a foreign world it's a really weird um title but it's really heartwarming but there's this episode where the guy is looking for a map And he basically, long story short, he goes into a bar, he meets these guys, they act like they're doing him a favor, and they tell him that, oh, you've been trying so hard to find a map, like, don't worry, we got you, here's a map, and it's only going to cost you one gold coin. And he's like, oh my god, I've been searching all day, like, thank you so much. They give it to him, they're like, don't worry, we're going to head out, but like, let us know if you ever need anything, All right, Bye. They leave. He's still in the tavern. Everyone in the tavern bursts out laughing. And then he turns. He's like, why is everyone laughing at me? And they say to him, "Um, you mean like what map did they just give you? And he was like, oh, like the map I've been looking for. It's like it's like extra secrets like stuff. And like I can't find it anywhere. And they're just like, do you mean this map? And he's like, what? How do you have it too? And they end up saying, well, you are in the Guild of Adventure or something like that. Like you can get it at the Guild for like like a nickel like let's say he paid a dollar he could have gotten it for a nickel and they all start laughing He was like oh my god i can't believe they fooled me and they they suddenly all become stoic and the whole room says at the same time the one that gets fooled is at fault and i found that very interesting and i don't really know enough about the japanese culture but to me that felt like a little insight into one of the dogmas that they live by And I don't think necessarily that it's about victim blaming in that relationship. And in relation to what I was talking about, it kind of felt as if like my spirit was saying in a way you were dragged into this painful and tumultuous situation because you were not equipped with the knowledge necessary to know that there were so many red flags. You were wearing rose colored glasses and you didn't even know it. You did not want to see the fact because you were so lost in this idea of what you thought reality should be when a relationship with me, your creator, is not about how reality should be. I know how reality should be, but I can also show you how reality is. And that is where a relationship with the universe, with God, with spirit, and and all of that can really open your eyes and open your perception to the point where you recognize the things that are not visible to the human eye you see in your spirit and you see to the point of understanding what each chapter of your life is conveying and all of the ways that you can reframe where you think you are into where you actually are and how it's leading to your greater good And at the end of the day, to me, that is all the whole concept like the devil versus God is all about. The devil is the one that's going to lie to you, try to show you how things should be and keep you stuck in that perspective. When the God on your shoulder, the angel is going to be the one that's going to show you how things are and help you move forward in a way where you're able to work with it and turn it into how you think should be. So in one relationship, you are living in a fantasy world, never able to see the facts. In the other, you see the facts and those facts are what help the fantasy, the dream come true. And you're less able to be bombarded by false signs, false signals, or like, believing in things that are only going to lead to more pain, more turmoil. You don't deserve a life filled with pain. You deserve a life that's filled with peace. But the only way you can experience peace is to recognize that life is not without storm. It is filled with one storm after another. And for some, it is actual real events. For some, it is actual real like catastrophes. And then for others, it's emotional events. It's turmoil happening in our spirits and we don't know how to get out of it. But the way that I have come to heal is recognizing that no matter when there's a storm happening, every storm has an eye. There is an eye of the storm that is in the center where you can have this whole thing raging all around you, but you can feel a sense of contentment, peace, and acceptance of the fact that, yeah, things are not exactly where I want them to be right now, but I know that this is not the end of my story. Just like there were moments where you were laughing so hard you cried, there are going to be moments where you cry so hard that you laugh. And that is just what life is all about. But if you're in the eye of the storm, you can experience all of those things while maintaining your sanity. And that to me is how it translates to me reaching this point where I am honestly the least social I've ever been in my adult life. I went from going to high school and not really being able to socialize with people because my parents were like, focus on your education, right? And I did. And then I got to college and I felt this sense of freedom and I finally did not have to report to them anymore. And so I kind of just took my space from them and I was doing my own thing, living my life, socializing, making friends, doing stuff and like coming out of the shell that I was in, there was such a shell and I did not know how to come out of it. I felt awkward around people, but at the same time, I was really excited to explore who I was. I loved fashion. I loved, you know, creativity, but I didn't really know how to explore that. Right. And then I went from that to that stage, I went from high school to that stage in college to finally reaching a point where I had to confront this feeling of loneliness within myself. I had to really understand, like, where is this, like, when is this ever going to end? Like, that was the question I was asking myself. And I used to have so many friends back then, but I was still feeling a sense of loneliness even then. So then it's kind of this question of like, where does loneliness really end? I could be surrounded by people and feel lonely. I could be all by myself and feel lonely. So where is this emotion coming from? And how can I grow from it? How can I evolve past it? And that is where I realized as I started to grow and like my journey with God is convoluted too and like all of those things led me to finally reaching a point where I am now 26 years old and I have lost so many people that I thought that I would be friends with for life. And it literally happened as I entered the new year, because I'm born at the end of the year. I'm December 25th. I'm a Christmas baby because my wish for my birthday was this birthday. I want to be at peace. And I honestly did feel peace. And I was so grateful for that because it felt like the biggest gift I could have ever gotten because typically birthdays can be so stressful, especially being born on Christmas. And I love it, but at the same time I hate it. I'm not gonna lie. So anyway, yeah, because that for me is like it's the end of the year. I was going into the new year, turning 26 years old, and I noticed all of the people that like I hadn't even heard from, and like honestly, a lot of them I was like, you know what, I accepted whatever. And then for some people, I was like, you know what, wow, like I already had a feeling that things were kind of falling apart, but this just kind of confirmed it. And then going into the new year with like having. Zero interaction with a lot of people that I used to be so close with that it had been building up until that moment. But like going into 2023, it felt like, okay, I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to look back. I'm not going to beg people to stay in my life. Because at this point, one verse that came to mind for me in the Bible is one where like God says to one of his prophets who's crying over like the fact that a king is no longer in rule. And he basically says, you need to stop mourning this guy. I'm doing a new thing. Don't you see it? Don't you see it like coming to life? You need to move forward with your life. And to me, that's kind of what it felt like. Let me see if I can find the exact quote. Um, I found it. So it's in Isaiah 43. Um, It starts around 18. It says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and a stream in the wasteland. And so that quote comes to mind whenever I try to, I kind of catch myself trying to wallow in, oh no, like this person, this thing, this situation, this opportunity is gone. Like I failed. It's over. I'm like, oh my God, chill you're 26 years old life goes on you're gonna be fine and even if you're 50 years old so many people are successful at that age Vera Wang started her designing around like 50 40 years old like life is never done with you until you're in the grave and even then only crazy things happen but you know like life is never done with you and you can keep on living and you can live each day as if it is a brand new day but in order for you to appreciate the fact that things are going to change people are going to change you are going to change and people are going to leave your life situations are not going to work out the way that you thought that they were supposed to work out but all you can do is keep on moving forward And in relationship to how that affects you, you can either allow it to become a sense of loneliness, a sense of no one gets me, the sense of, oh, woe is me. You don't have to be completely stuck in this cycle of I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely, I'm lonely. But it is important to acknowledge when you are alone. Because being alone and being lonely are completely different. You can be in a room full of people and feel so lonely that you want to die. But you could also be in a room all by yourself and feel so filled that you are not even close to the parameter of what the word lonely even means. And there are many ways to explore that. And that is basically what this podcast is going to be about. And so this is just like a little bit of an intro, a little bit of a backtro, a backstory of uh, why I'm making this and where it's going to go. And I really hope that you learn a lot from this and that you enjoy whatever topics we're going to be covering. I'm grateful to have you here and I look forward to enjoying my solitude with you, and I hope that it helps you enjoy your own company all the more. And that's it for today's episode. Catch you next time on I'm Not Lonely, I'm Alone.